okay. You see, I always thought I was alive when I woke up this morning, but I wait till my producer, my technical guru, says three, two, one, you're live, then I know it's been certified. So this is AE certified live on Saturday morning. Uh, if I haven't said it before, uh, observing older people to see what bugs them, what causes them to die early or live well or whatever, uh, you know, it was part of my own personal training of dealing with life. So I realized that the people who live beyond 80, at least, in my just general reference of people in New York and wherever I happen to be, people who live beyond 80, at least three quarters of them, had a smile on their face or their voice when they spoke. So what they were saying was, I will not let this life wear me down. I'm going to live it, deal with it, and smile my way through it. Not like an idiot, but just, you know, know what it is. When I go to pick up the coffee on Saturday morning, I go to a place where I run into some people. It's still not wide open yet. And it's always nice when you observe, because I love observing people. It gives me feedback on things I might be missing if I just accept that I'm a wonderful person. I don't have anything to learn. We all always have something to learn. So I ran into some cool people this morning who just, the way they handled things, simple things, getting their coffee and their breakfast items. So anyway, keeps me laughing, keeps me happy. I tell people I'm always, I'm always joking, but I'm always serious. If that makes no sense, that's fine. It makes sense to me. So what's our subtitle for today? Uh, it's not that I ever run out of words, but how I put them together. And when I put them together, I, I try and think of, well, maybe next week really could use that phrase. Because who the hell knows? Because, you know, you try and predict, where are these things going? We're always going someplace. How we get there, what shape we're in when we get there. So it was, I decided for simplicity. And, but simplicity is like something that's easy to carry. You know, a simple saying, easy words, they're words that you can carry around with you. They don't take up much space in your brain or your mouth or whatever. So, there's this idea that if you enjoy life, and no matter how torturous it can get, no matter how obnoxious people can be, uh, as I said, without bad, you wouldn't recognize good. Doesn't mean we need a lot of bad just so we recognize <laughs> whatever good there is. So keep on pressing was what I finally settled on for today. Because unlike, even if you're an Olympian, a top athlete, whatever your uh, particular sport or event is, you train for it. You try and get yourself there, and you can be proud of yourself if you win it. But you know what? Some of these top athletes, when you see them later in life, you see that they just didn't stop when they're no longer in the Olympics. They didn't let themselves just fall apart. 
They put their body in pig shape for whatever they were going to do for just that brief moment in time. It's like lying to yourself. You do it because you know you're trying to hone your body to the best you feel it can be. And you don't have to be number one. You don't have to win a gold medal. You don't even have to go to the Olympics. Your reward is not a medal hanging around your neck. It's the ability to enjoy life without running through a million medical procedures because of things you could prevent. So, if I sound philosophical, I've been this way ever since I was a kid. Uh, I read philosophers, I figured they had that title, although a lot of them gave it to themselves. They had that title because they'd figured something out in life that's interesting and useful. Not always but to read enough of them and understand them. And then if you want to, when you study a philosopher, if you can, get some background on what their life was like. You know, uh, not how many times they were married, that doesn't matter, you know. Uh, anybody can get married and find out it isn't working. And the worst thing you can do is be nasty about this other person rather than just like a bird that you take in and has a broken wing, you fix it, you know planning on keeping that bird stuck there for life if it belongs outside, flying around free. So sometimes, you know, you got to free yourself and whoever you're with to go back to their life. Same thing with people. Uh, so keep on pressing is that as long as I'm alive and have breath in my body, I'm always ready to serve. As you know, when people thank you for your service, it isn't something that's in the past. Just because I was in the military isn't the only time I've served our country or humanity. I constantly, when I think of things, because I love science, I think of things that I look at and I say, can I make a real improvement in that, not just make it look better or something, but make a real improvement that would be helpful to people, society, our planet, whatever. I'm not a tree hugger, but I do believe in assessing things and then looking at them again and seeing if there's something more we could do to reshape it. So life is always happening. I don't mind being your cheerleader. You could look at me that way. I don't have pom-poms. I won't be jumping up and down. Uh, these are my pom-poms, my sayings, my letters. Uh, I started with the first little cruddy sign that I don't always put out. I still have it with the MIH. To me, that was simple. Make it happen. You know, people don't like long things for reminders. And the AEM equals MC squared. I Just something simple and to the point. So when I was thinking about what's going on and all the stuff that's coming out, it's amazing, and I've seen it throughout history, We you can get someone, uh, you could look up, it was the name Svengali. It was a character person, I forget if they were real right now, just a little, uh, I guess, blip in my brain. But it was a person who had this power over people to mesmerize them, make them do things he wanted. There's the thing of uh, the Pied Piper. He'd walk around blowing his little flute and 
children would follow him anywhere. That reminds me of Jim Jones taking his followers into the uh, jungles of uh, the Guineas, New Guinea, I think it was at the time, and then having them all drink the Kool-Aid laced with poison. If he's got to go, they've got to go, because he doesn't want to be remembered with all these people testifying of what he did to them or how he treated them. While he did it, they accepted it because they felt, well, this is my leader. So he's got his bad side. No, your leader is yourself. That's what self-determination and freedom is all about. It doesn't mean you don't listen to rules and regulations. It doesn't mean you don't cross when the light is red because you might create an accident and ruin other people's lives. You might get killed. I mean, things boil down to simple things at the end. That's why they were able to put computers together and said, hey, on a, uh, on a scale, science is a plus or a minus. And then how we string those pluses or minus together we can make statements or books or whatever we want. And then we've learned to do it in smaller spaces or quicker methods or whatever. We make progress. Sometimes we go backward because we, you know, want something different. You know, I'm one of those people that if there's nothing to eat but tuna fish, I will eat tuna fish for the rest of my life. It's food, it's nourishing. As I said, it's never the question with me, is the glass half empty or half full? My attitude is there's water in the glass. If I'm thirsty, I have something to drink. So keep on pressing. We've got a new president. He's a man like anybody else. The good thing about him, he's a man who has suffered. Do I wish everybody's suffering? No, I wish we all could learn without suffering. But you know what? We all go through things that hopefully make us think about what can we do to make it less sufferable for people to live life. I think about Congress. They are so polarized. That's why we have to keep on pressing. We can't stop. We got to a point in this last election. As I said, I was really proud by the turnout in 2018. But in 2020, like 150, 160-some-odd million people voted. Far from everybody who's qualified to vote. If I remember, I had the number handy a number of months back. It's at least another 50 to 100 million people who may be eligible to vote and don't. So think about that. Another 50 to 100 million votes. You could elect the garbage collector, even if he didn't want to be president. So we have to think about the power that we have within ourselves to keep our country what we'd like it to be. And as I try and tell everybody, it's great to have money. You can buy things and do things, but does that make you a better person? You may enjoy life a little more now and then because you could buy a better steak. As I said, just as long as I can eat decent food and live, and live well, I don't want to be trapped in my body and my mind telling me I can't move because I didn't take care of myself. We all are responsible for ourselves. 
and how we take care of ourselves sets the tone for people who watch us, our children, our family, our friends. Uh, if they like what we do, doesn't mean they copy everything. So keep on pressing is what we must do every day. Does that mean you get up and say, oh, I got to go out there and carry a sign and protest? No, 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 no. Living your life well, doing things that are sensible, helping people, helping yourself, moving the ball forward, as sports fans would say. And there is no goal line, because life is going to go on with or without us on this planet. So what we can do is understand enough about our existence that we contribute to how life goes forward. We've got a guy that he likes the idea of power and the refs. Once he gets there, he's not going to walk away and go sit in a quiet corner. And beside, he's getting investigated. More and more, day by day, you find out more. One of the greater things that was used during World War II was VOA, Voice of America. They, it started, I believe, before World War II, but they developed it more because during World War II, you had this verbal propaganda that was going on. Uh, there was on the uh, Asian side in Tokyo, in the Asian area, they had someone who was named Tokyo Rose. You could look her up. She had this nice feminine voice, and she would say, hey, GIs, what are you suffering for? Just put your gun down and come on in. We'll accept you. Propaganda, head stuff, they want to get to you. Uh, things that happened in Korea changed the way we fight wars when we got into a more modern day, when we got into the Chinese trying to assert themselves, not by opening factories and letting us uh, hire their people so we offshore our products and make more money and keep it someplace else so we deprive our country of the true growth it would have while we love to get our countrymen to buy our stuff because we can get more money for it here? Uh, I mean, this is not rocket science, folks. This is a matter of understanding. I'm not for bringing ourselves together and closing our borders. No, 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 I love the world, I love people. But more and more people, I used to call it the Levi Revolution. Uh, American Jeans, you know, you had all the cowboy movies. We were the big country making movies way before a lot of other places. Don't get me wrong, other countries made movies. But we spent more money on it, made them glitzier and the rest of it. Uh, but we have to keep going forward. Let me just say, Mariska Burton, good to hear you're out there. Good morning. I've seen your stuff out there. Stay well. Uh, Lisa, again, good morning. Uh, if I remember, still in Michigan or something. Jerry, good to just hear good morning from you, Jerry, anytime. Mel B., when I was a young girl, I found a bird under a vehicle, and I brought it to my father. He scrubbed my hands and created a brace for the wing. When the wing healed, my father expressed that the bird, I don't have the rest. Okay. <laughs> Now this, if you're seeing it on the screen, I have the womb image. Letters, we all, like I've said, we have 26 letters in the alphabet and more than a million words. So let me say I 
tasked my technical people. If you look in the background, there it is. If you see on the screen that big W that's up there behind my head, if it's on the screen right now with me, I guess, the letters across it are kind of light. So it's W-O-M-B. Now, when I first came up with the thought, it was W-W-O-M-B, but I decided you wanted that big W to assert the principle that that simple statement is about. It stands for, because I want to put things into bumper stickers. That's what people like. They don't want long statements. So W-W-O-M-B stands for we want our money back. My hope is as they bring Trump into court and everything, they find out what he has done, what he has taken. And you know what? I don't feel sorry for the man if we take every asset he's got and we liquidate them to pay us back. Because remember, this is the man who said, I pay no taxes. Then he gets in office and wants everybody to pay their fair share. His fair share is zero. He feels his presence in his leading us is... His payment? No way. We don't need him to lead us. And we definitely don't need him to take our stuff. So if you see the word image coming up from the technical stuff, uh, I mean, sorry, womb. I do not mean womb in its simple sense as a body part. Uh, it was just four of the letters and the five letters I used. And I want to maybe stick that logo on my uh, Facebook and the rest. And if you share it with people, and I figured by putting the W in the back and the womb across the middle, people, our salacious feelings, we always get attracted to things that have more interesting uh, inference. But in this case, it's we want our money back. And I hope we start getting it and collecting it from all of them. There was an article, you can Google Trump and $1.6 billion dollars. He has to fill out financial statements. One of the last ones he did while in office showed that he earned over $1.6 billion. Not Jared or Ivanka or the company or whatever, but that could be attributed to him and his companies. Now, how do you earn $1.6 billion when you're saying, I don't need this money, I'm wealthy. I'll give back my 400000 a year to the Treasury. That's because he was taking so much more out of the treasury. He didn't need our little check. He didn't want to be president for the money that we give him. He wanted to be president for the money he knew he could take because this is how his father trained him. So, and we'll get into that as we go along as these things come out. I am amazed. I have called so many people. I used to spend time in Washington. I'm good at convincing people of what is real. They're not listening. They were all too highbrow, figuring out, uh, how is he this? Why isn't he being presidential? He's laughing all the way to the bank while he takes our money. <clears throat> so that's what the WWOMB is. Uh, and if you like it, it's a patch. I may put it on one of my shirts or jackets. Uh, it stands for what we need to recover our money. So keep on pressing. We have to, day by day, do what we can to bring normality. What is normal? If we go through a plague, we don't want everybody to die. 
And when we live through it, we don't want to feel guilty that we didn't die. We hopefully did something to get by this. When you look at these governors who are getting rid of their mask mandates, from the time this started, over a year ago, and we knew nothing about how to deal with this virus, it was simple to me, it's airborne. Wear a mask, it'll cut down on what gets transmitted into my body, or what I transmit into other people that I may love or care about. So that's what I mean. Every day while we're alive, just simple thoughts of what we should be doing that helps. Let's see, Jerry said that they are polarized because we need the Democrats to come out and let people know this $15 an hour wage hike doesn't start right away. Jerry, just what I was going to talk about. It's only $11 the first year, but the Democrats, as usual, allowed the Republicans to shape their damn narrative and instead... Without finishing it, Jerry, you're right on. I said it a couple of weeks ago. The $15 an hour is what it would be in 2025. This year, it would be $11 if it got passed. Joe Manchin is an interesting guy who sits on the borderline, and now he's in the spotlight, maybe even more than he'd like to be, because he liked to be important. And everybody's important as far as I'm concerned. And that's why when you work in Washington, you understand that a vote is important to build a consensus. You have to give away a little bridge. There's always some giveaways here and there to get people on. But when I joined the Army, I understood that I wasn't serving the city of New York or the state of New York, nor Brooklyn, where I came out of at the time, nor the street I lived on, I understood I was in the United States Army. We have to talk to our Congress people and remind them. And I can give you examples of how they've gone the other way without recognizing it. Well, let me give you the simplest example. If you try to get to Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Mitch McConnell, when you call their phone or try and send them an email, it says, what's your zip code so we'll know what district you're in from me, my state. So wait a minute. If you're the Speaker of the House, you're speaking for the whole House. If you're the Speaker of the Senate, you're speaking for the whole Senate. Get another assistant if you have to answer a little more mail. Call it. Put it through a computer. But when you go to Washington... When I served and put my uniform on, I wasn't just in the Army. I was in the United States Service Corps, Medi military service corps. Whether I'm in the Air Force, the Army, the Marines, the Navy, what's the difference? That's why I said I was so happy when they created CENTCOM. We're all in the same military. It's all the same country we're serving. We just have to not say, my branch is better than yours. No, we're all working together to accomplish the preamble to the Constitution, our mission statement, as I call it. So this $15 an hour, Joe Manchin is a senator from West Virginia. The population of West Virginia, and I looked it up recently, so maybe I'm wrong with the statistic if I'm not remembering right. 
was somewhere around 93% white. Anybody who's listened to me babble on about how I learned things from when I was a kid growing forward, the word minority, being told by my parents and other people, well, yes, the whites are the majority and everybody else are the minorities. To me, I had already figured out there was a globe with other continents, and we were not the majority of the population on this planet. We were a minority as a group, if you want to divide us by color, instead of by being a human being. That's the only race I'm part of, is a human race. If you're not part of that race, fine. Go play with your team. I don't need you. You can be stupid if you wish. So Joe Manchin's got, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of 93% white population. That's great. And I thought I heard somewhere along the way, unless it's changed, that he lives on a houseboat. More power to him. Maybe the wave motion kind of keeps him off balance. He's not stupid. I've heard him speak. But to talk about $15 an hour, where he has to know, and now that Ron Johnson, the super idiot that's in the Senate, it shows you that you can rise to any position if there are enough dumb people who'll vote for you. He had them read the whole bill. The interesting thing was, I was happy. He punished himself. He had to be there, if he wants it read, to listen to it. So for I think it was 11 hours, the clerks had to read the bill. 11 hours. I hope he has sleep deprivation. I deal with it all the time. Let him figure out what it means. The man is so jaded, it's ridiculous. He needs a chill pill, as they used to say. But he'll only get there if we start to do things. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, anybody who doesn't wear the, want to wear the uniform, don't go into the military. But serve the country some way. Anybody who doesn't want to follow the laws of our Constitution, they should take them out of the Senate or the House if they voted in effect for the big lie that Trump's been pushing out there. Technically, if Trump's right, they don't belong in the Congress because they were not properly elected. So if that's what they believe, let them stand up for their beliefs and stay home. And let's not send them a check. If Joe Manchin thinks $15 an hour is too much, now remember, Congress people, definitely in the Senate, earn around $200,000 a year. And they spend most of their time electioneering to get contributions so they can run again. I've always believed that we should stop contributions for political office. We should give people time locally and nationally during certain seasons to speak of why they're running, what they're going to do. And then we should hold them accountable by the next election and said, we said you're going to do this shit. You did none of it. It's like the Republican Party. I told you my favorite president still, when I look at all of them at this point, is still Eisenhower, Lincoln, George Washington. I don't care what label was after. They were president of my country. So... Trump, as far as I'm concerned, has been an invalid president. I've explained it before, 
and I'm still waiting for the Federal Election Commission to finally get to my ruling and issue it. If I'm right, everybody's going to hate me who loved him because they're going to say, oh, what did I do to him? No, 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 he did it to himself. So keep on pressing means you don't stand out there and yell and stand on a street corner with a sandwich board and people think you're crazy after a while. You do what you can, one-on-one -on -one with everybody you meet. And you, oh, okay, I see they put Wilma on. <laughs> okay. He wanted to retire after his, look, most of these guys have more than enough money. They don't need to be there. I am not necessarily for term limits because I've been in Washington a lot in my life and I've dealt with these guys and some of them are the biggest crooks. They're at least trained at what they do and they understand more of all the machinations of our economy and our government system. So they know if you push here, what happens over there? So I want that knowledge, if they're gonna use it properly, to be used and to be available to us when we need it. Joe Biden knows it when he talks back. I mean, what president in 2021 gives a speech and he said, I'm really happy about Merck and Johnson and Johnson getting together to work together. We had that happen during World War II when we had a common enemy, Hitler and his group in Japan at the time that we weren't worried about our competitor in the country. We were worried about surviving and having a country of our own and our life going on. So Merck and Johnson and Johnson agreed to work together. Joe sent his people out there. They talked to them. They said, yeah, okay, we do have responsibility to humanity, not just to our board of directors. As I've said, any company, any wealthy person, has nothing if we don't use their goods or services, if we walk away from them. Rosa Parks, that was the economic lesson she taught Birmingham, Alabama. She said, we're not getting on your buses. Do you think they said, oh no, we love black people, we want you, no, no, they love the money that these people spent on those buses. And they realized that these people were not gonna use their product unless they let them sit wherever they wanted to. Did they like Rosa Parks anymore after they made that decision? No, they were still too dumb and bigoted at the time. So you convince people by your actions, by what you do, how you live your life. There is a symbiotic relationship between the lords and the serfs on any matter, you can look it up. I've talked about it in one of my podcasts. The Lords might wanna beat you and say, you gotta give me more grain this year because uh, I need to buy myself a new moat for my castle, whatever. The bottom line was the Lord didn't exist without those people working his land. He wasn't gonna get out there and till the ground and make the corn and harvest it and try and sell it. We exist in a symbiotic relationship just like the bacteria in our gut, if it isn't working, we don't digest our food and get what we need out of it so we can continue to live. Symbiosis, it's a wonderful thing. It describes how we live life to a certain extent. 
These are bacteria and things that could kill us that we need to exist. And you feed them what you need to to grow and exist and be healthy. You overfeed them, they'll digest it all, help you put on extra weight and have a heart attack, whatever. You gotta not be stupid. You gotta understand the power you have as an individual living freely and expressing yourself by what you do. I don't care how good your commercials are. If I don't like what you're funding or what you're doing with the money you get from me, you bet your ass I'm not going to go to your goods or services. I understand that I'm giving you the privilege of telling me what to do and using the money I spent to do things that I think are harmful or worthless. So anyway, Trump filed his, one of his last financials and he had $1.6 billion. Just look up Trump, $1.6 billion. Google it, you'll find the right article. This is what he, he alone, forget the rest of his family, earned while he was in the presidency. And it wasn't because his resorts were doing great. Again, he made sure that he directed more of our money there. I don't care if the president wants to go home every weekend, but don't charge me because you're going home and your home is a resort. Now, people in Palm Beach said, hey, you had to make it a resort so you can make money. Now you want to tell me it's your residence? He wants to have it every way so he can get whatever the hell works for him. Linda Brooks, good morning. Thank you, Linda. Good to see you. Representatives must be evaluated on facts. When exams aren't passed with 70%, representatives lose the seats and benefits, I guess. It's maybe a misspelling. Not a big deal. I misspell words when I don't think enough about it. So again, you're getting the point. And good morning to you, Linda. Pleasure to have you on. Again, I want you guys, I'm not looking to become a star of my own show. Uh, it was my daughter who said, Pop, I run these things. I have a studio. How about doing a podcast instead of just talking to telephone poles? People who know me know I would talk to a fire pump or a telephone pole if I felt they were listening. So I kept talking to people, and since I love mathematics, it dawned on me the smartness of what she was saying to me, like, how many years do I need to talk to 330 million people one at a time? No matter how long I live, I don't know if I'd make it. Stay awake every 24 hours and keep doing it. So even if I reach a few of you, you know, think about it. And uh, I'm not for or minus, I'm not going for religion. But if you look at someone that everybody's heard about, Jesus, he had 12 disciples mainly. They looked at 12. He had more than that. When he do uh, his sermons and arrests, there were thousands of people listening. Other than his disciples, there were people who he reached because he spoke to them. We have what we call motivational speakers out there. If they say something to people that makes enough sense, that person may apply it. They may say it to someone else. They may apply it when they're living their life. So that spreads in a good way. It isn't a disease you're spreading. 
You're just having people stop and think about what's going on. Does it make sense what I'm doing? Am I helping my society? Or am I just helping myself and I don't give a shit what happens down the block where I live? Down the block where you live or across the globe matters to you. And the more we can change it and work together as part of humanity, the better off we all are. We don't have to go crazy. I, I, when I see people attacking Asians because of Trump calling this the Kung Flu, you know how stupid that is? You know what you're saying to yourself? That you are not a human with an independent mind? You're a goddamn puppet. You're worse than a pet. A pet knows they depend on you for their food and all this stuff. But you are just a senseless piece of meat that's running around by a guy who's pulling your string. Because he said, hey, these are the people who did it. I don't accept it if somebody said, hey, that guy killed your brother. I'm going to go over and shoot the guy just because this guy said it? No. I put my life on a line when I do that. I have to know what the facts are. So, yeah, keep on pressing. You know the good cop, bad cop? K-O-P. Pronounce it, it's cop. So just keep it in your mind. You don't have to drive everybody crazy or yourself, but I want you to know that we want to keep moving. And, you know, people say we want to move forward. You know what? I'd like to just be comfortable as we are. And if we're doing well, it isn't going to stay there by just looking at it. We have to take care of it. If we don't vacuum our floors or sweep them or mop them, bacteria builds up, dust builds up, you get sick. Life requires work, period. And if you have tons of money and you hire somebody else to do it, great. Maybe you're contributing to society by what you're doing and you're making enough out of society because they're rewarding you by taking your products or your services that you're spending that money and spreading it by hiring somebody to do what you don't have time to do. To me, uh, one of the best examples of service to humanity is the name of the organization is Habitat for Humanity. Places to live for humans. And a guy named <laughs> a Georgian peanut farmer, Jimmy. He's in his 90s. You'll still see pictures of him after brain aneurysms and cancer and everything else. He still goes out there. He believes service to humanity is part of what makes him feel better and makes him know that he's serving a higher person than just a president or a flag. He's serving a God that he believes in. A good God who says, treat people the way you want to be treated. So Jimmy Carter, and it's interesting, his initials are JC. You can read anything into what you want. So was Julius Caesar at JC. So anyway, Jimmy Carter is one of these people who you can't stop. He's going to keep pushing himself day after day to do things because he's saying, thank you for giving me life. He's saying, let me share 
when I can, my time and my abilities with other people. He's not buying love. He's spreading understanding. These little trade-offs that we go through. Here we go, Lisa. Republican Michigan Representative Lisa McLean was at the insurrection. She is pictured at Trump's rallies with the Proud Boys. This Trump bootlicker needs to be removed from office. And Lisa, that's what you and the rest of Michigan can do. What I was getting to earlier, I said 160 million people got off their ass and voted. I don't care how many votes Trump got. He didn't win. Biden got 7 million plus more. Big country. People are going to believe different things. Jerry, we need to march. We need to march peacefully because you're going to get a Trump or you'll get people who get in your march and, you know, take it over. Right now, you've got governors and state legislatures trying to pass local laws that say that if you get an infiltrator, an insurrectionist or terrorist who joins your march and then go firebombs a building, follow me, that person, that bad apple, you can go to prison because you were part of the march that they got into to cover for what they were going to do. So who's bad? The idiot who's in there trying to firebomb something? Or these people who decide they want to really control us? Look to your state legislatures. Look to who's doing stuff. Even if you can't vote them out of office, call their office. Talk to your papers. Join some of your local organizations. You have local channels all over the place. They're all looking for content. Go on and talk to them. Make sure you have your facts. Say, look, we don't need somebody to make a law that says that if somebody gets in our peaceful march where we file the permit and we're not doing anything wrong, they join it, they firebomb a building, we get arrested because they snuck in? That's the type of legislation that is being passed now. I don't consider those people who call themselves Republicans, Republicans. They're Trumplodites. That's a new term of a troglodyte, some creature that we hope is deceased from this world. Trumplodites, you can quote me on that one. So anyway, we need to understand that the power that we as a people have is the power to not just march, but to go out there and protest peacefully, to join a march when you know the march has a license for it so they don't arrest you. Or three million of us just make a date. We take a couple of weeks off, and we go sit down in the middle of Washington, D.C., and they arrest us all. The jails are flooded. They can't feed us all. I'll bring you sandwiches if you do it because they'll find out that those three million people were doing something in our economy. And suddenly, things aren't getting done. The clock with all the gears that we make up that keep that clock working is not going to work right. That's the power that we as a people have. And that's the power of our freedom to express it. Not yell at someone, you're this, you're that, and curse at them. 
No. Find the point that makes sense. Check what they're doing in your legislature and question them. And don't, don't, don't be as stupid as a Joe Manchin. In fact, I am waiting when this bill, because, you know, they talk about religiously there's always redemption and finding yourself. Mitt Romney, <coughs> who's come out and been cursed and stood on the sidelines, he's another guy whose father, his father didn't qualify to be president because I believe he wasn't born in this country. But George Romney, if we could resurrect him, I would elect him president any day. Mitt Romney was brought up with a silver spoon. His father treated him well, went to the best schools, and he figured out how to form these companies to buy other companies, process money through, use bankruptcies to get rid of companies, but fold them to get money in his pockets and the other investors. So he understands how to do things legally, but not in the best interest of everybody in his territory or state. So now that he's found his way, maybe, maybe, I hope that he, as a Republican, because he thinks of himself as not being part of what Donald Trump is, by the way he's said things lately, if he doesn't vote for this bill, he would be a hero, because if we got 51 votes, okay, we would save one of the reconciliation chips. Mitt would be a hero to people who like freedom and a serious government. So yes, the Democrats should vote for this. We need this. This is the only way to get the economy moving while we're working on a pandemic. Joe Biden is like any other man on this planet. He's flawed, just as I am and anybody else. I admit it. But I try not to let my flaws or my bad parts get in the way of my doing good. That's what Joe is trying to do. Do I like everything he's doing? No. Will I like everything he does? No. Hell, there's probably nobody, including myself, if I look at myself with conviction, Self-criticality, it's called. And I say, Alan, why the hell did you do that? You know better. So I hope that when they vote on this bill, this COVID bill, as they're calling it, this stimulation bill, that Mitt Romney votes for the bill. And we don't need Kamala to vote to make it go over the 50-50 top. He will become even more famous than Joe Manchin is being with his little junk about $15 and not saying that it isn't going to be that. And there are companies already paying 11 and 12 So look, I got off on a lot of things because I want you all to understand that living a good life and enjoying it and going forward and having our country prosper, there are so many things we still have to clean up. China has grown under its dictatorial leadership because of its type of government by taking the money they made while greedy people brought our factories and our goods over there. They've built a military. They've landed on the moon. They've sent something to survey Mars. They have given loans to Panama. I told you about it. 
When they gave the Panamanian government loans and built the new parts of the canal, they made sure that you don't find Chase Manhattan or Citibank there anymore. So they are forcing people to follow their ideal of how the world goes. Look up Tanaka, as I said. There were many people called Tanaka in Japan, but in the 1920s, he had a plan of which part of the world to conquer first, so you eventually conquer the whole place. China has used our money because of the greed of these people who took companies over there and jobs over there. It isn't just the jobs. You're giving your power away to another country that has now put loans all over Africa and bought resources. And they're going to look to collect on it. We're being stupid if we don't understand we live on a planet and these people are using our money because they get their money from us purchasing the goods made there. You know, if we stop for one month and we buy nothing made in China, forget about the stock market. Don't worry, it'll come back. But we'd be making a statement. Yes, some people will lose jobs, but people are losing their lives. And eventually, if China has their way, maybe you don't have a life where you could decide where you want to go, when you want to do things, if you could go on vacation. I'm not trying to scare anybody. But all you have to do is study history to know what an autocrat does when they take over a government and they decide they'll tell you what you can and can't do. We tried to keep Hong Kong independent. The British did when the lease ran out. The Chinese are reneging on the way they treat the people in Hong Kong. The people have been in the streets protesting. Some of them have died. Some of them have been thrown in jail. The Chinese have put... They're Muslim Uyghurs in a concentration camp, millions of them. You think these people are nice when they want to achieve their point? We don't have to fight them, but we will. And the weapons they use, the advanced weapons, the missiles they built, the aircraft carriers, the armies they put together, one-on-one, they've got at least a billion and a half people. That's like five times what we have. So you don't want to give them the power of the money to build more weapons and tell us what to do. That's what they are doing. The biggest strategy is to support our own youth, educate them, help them get ahead, develop their minds so we get whatever can come out of it. This all ties together. We do not live in a cave. I haven't even read my notes for today because I don't need them. I am pleading with you to go out, talk to your friends, talk to people. Show them by example what you go forward. You could always bring something up, but don't get lost on little sidelines. That's not the point we're going toward. The point we're going toward is to make sure that we don't go through this next freaking cycle and the Republicans take over the House. When I looked at the vote, 10 votes difference between the Republicans and the Democrats in the House of Representatives, that's a nothing margin. You can sneeze and change that. We have to be sure that we reelect Democrats who are there, who are voting like Democrats, 
and Democrats cannot get in and go on a single principle, whether you're Bernie Sanders or AOC. Those are great people. They have the courage of their convictions. But who wins if they don't vote together as a block with the other Democrats while the Republicans vote as a block because they're being ordered by their wonderful dictator? Trump keeps us all jumping so we don't see what he has done to our country. He has killed our power. He has allowed China to progress more. I guess he feels he's not going to live long enough to worry about it. We are. We will. Our children, our friends, our loved ones, even our enemies who deserve their freedom deserve us. That idea of paying it forward, we each do that every day when we do the right thing. And I'm not saying bend over backwards. I'm saying be serious about what you're doing or what you think of. Not every moment, but when you're faced with something. Talk to people. Tell them, yeah, well, this guy is running on just this little thing in that ward. That's great. We need that. Let's all get together and go clean that block on a given day. Okay? I mentioned on one of my podcasts, I saved the title a few years back called Hint, H-Y-N-T. I was laughing when there's a new flavored water that's doing very well called Hint. But my Hint has dot XYZ. I know nobody's using it. It was very cheap to buy it. So I don't have a lot of money. I can keep that. But my hint, H-Y-N-T, stands for help your neighborhood team. The clue in those four words is neighborhood. Do I think as of my neighborhood as the house I live in, the apartment I live in, the block I live on, the city I live in? No, I consider my neighborhood any human being on this planet who acts responsibly and wants to treat people right. Like Jimmy Carter, I will not mind going out and giving them a hand. So the more we do it, and be my guest, I will not sue anybody for using H-Y-N-T. So, oh, I'm working with the Michigan, thank you, Lisa, I'm working with the Michigan Democratic Coalition. We're trying to out all her campaign donors. Okay, what you want to do is not just out the donors, but when you can speak out as a group, say, why are you supporting her? This is what she's doing. Publix, when it came out a couple of weeks ago, or a month ago, that one of the family that inherited a lot of the stock put $300,000 into Donald Trump's rally at the Ellipse, which caused him to then send these people for that insurrection. A lot of people stopped going to Publix. And I like Publix. I don't mind if I spend a little more. Walmart is a very rich family, too. But they, just like anybody else, could be brought to their feet. And if they went out of business and you had a job, somebody's going to open a place and they're going to hire you because they need people to staff the place. We have to not worry that we're going to lose. We're going to gain if we get people to know that we know what power we have. That she supports white supremacy. My 35 years marketing comes in handy. Glad to know, Lisa, if you've got any slogans you come up with that would apply to any of the issues we're dealing with, send them to me. 
I'm into slogans. I'm into ads. I study ads. Ads are an art form that convince people to follow things or buy things. So, yes, send in any slogans you have. You know where to reach us. And I'd be glad to read them out if you don't mind sharing them. But what we have to do is work as Americans or world citizens, no matter which way you want to look at it. In fact, I'm trying to get, I'll shamelessly say this, I've been a science lover since I was a kid, not where I got my degrees. But if anybody knows anybody at Lockheed Martin in any kind of decent position, send me their name and number. I've got inventions that I think will change what we do for the better. And nobody, because I've studied economics extensively, nobody will suffer economic dislocation from anything I do. Another term of art in economics. But again, oh, we have a commercial from our one sponsor. Let's run it. I'm sorry? State officials are working hard to suppress our vote. That's what I've been saying. You've got all these. This is where they call minority-majority rule. The minority groups hold enough positions in state and local places that there's an imbalance with what they create and do. So let's run the ad so I don't get a client that leaves me. <laughs> Six Sigma Consulting starts here. Maxit Services works with governmental officials and architects to ensure that your project's permitting, planning, and financing are correctly submitted so that your project comes in on time and in budget. So take it to the max. Maxit Services, Inc., your construction project liaison, 866-346-306. Hey, what's up, Chuck? You looking a bit frustrated. Is everything all right? No, man. My project just got pushed back four weeks. I'm having problems with zoning and variance issues. Oh, man, four weeks? That sucks. You should do what I did and take it to the max with Maxit Services, Inc. They offer services such as expediting permits, site planning, filing paperwork, a review of disaster recovery planning, and a host of other services that will help get your project up and running. So take it to the max. Maxit Services, Inc. 866. Thank you for tuning in to AE equals MC squared. Um, if you um, would love to, please follow us on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you um, listen to your podcast. Don't forget to follow us and like us. If you missed today's episode, don't forget you can catch the replays on those networks. Also, if you want to be a guest on our show or you, if you have a business that benefits the community, please send us an email at AE equals MCSQ at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and share this stream for today and don't forget to follow us on instagram and of course on facebook by going to ae equals mc squared and we are back with your host we're back on so let me just say one of the things i have in my notes i keep telling you that the value of our country which is the reason people in other countries love investing in our treasury bonds they don't have control over us by investing. They know investing in the United States is one of the safest things they can do. If you all understand when you see these banks and they're out there and they're saying, hey, you want to buy a car, you want to fix your house, you want to buy another house, take an equity loan. A lot of people, because now that values are coming back and the rest of it, 
you have a house that maybe had a small mortgage on it's worth a lot more. They point out that the interest rates are so low that you could take an equity loan. And hey, part of my background, finance, I'm with it. Equity loans work. Make sure you understand what you're doing. You could remortgage the house because equity loans sometimes fluctuate. You got to look carefully at what the rules are of the loan you take. But you could remortgage the house. You could always pay it off earlier. Take the longest, lowest rate you could get with the lowest monthly payment. What do you care? Take insurance on your life. If you die, it'll pay off the loan. Your descendants will get your property. I did a lot of financial planning. I had some of the best professors explain it to me. Not that I didn't understand it. So let me just say, if the United States wanted to go get an equity loan on the United States, we should be able to take out an equity line of credit because of the value of everything we own over anything we owe. The amount is easily close to $200 trillion at least. I use a lower figure when I tell you all that we each own one share of America. The lowest net I came up with is $66 trillion. If we paid off every debt and melted every tank and gun and sold it as scrap metal, we are, we are at least net worth $66 trillion, getting rid of all our debt. That's where I came up with the 200,000 figure, if you've heard me talk about it, that we each own one share in America, period, whether you're rich or poor or anything. So we've invested in this country over all the years that it's been here. And you can get fancy with all the economics at the higher level and the trends and this and that. The net value of the United States is at least minimum, minimum, $66 trillion. Every debt is paid off and every loan extinguished. Anywhere up to at least $200 trillion. So if we spend some of our money to fix <coughs> what we're suffering from, and the Treasury doesn't grow money. It gets it from us, passed up from the states or whatever. And if we need our money, this $1.9 trillion bill is saying, hey, we need some of our money back. When you were a kid, did your parents ever make you give them a dollar out of your newspaper route or when you had your first job? They put it in a bank that you couldn't touch because they wanted you to know what would happen by saving and having some money in an emergency? I'm telling you, $66 trillion is the lowest liquidation value I come up with of our country with no debt left. $200 trillion is closer to what I believe is the right number. So when you hear these people about the debt, the debt they just want you to be scared so you won't do this and you'll let them do what they want. They've been selling you down the river, letting money people who fund their campaigns get away with shit. I look forward to the day, and I will be around for it, when campaigns are just broadcast on certain time slots locally and everything. So let me just say I'll stop pontificating, but believe me, I'm very serious. The subtitle for today was simple, keep on pressing. 
K-O-P, keep on pressing. And then make it happen, M-I-H. You need a slogan, I'll give you slogans. You don't need a slogan. You have your inherent human ability to look at things and assess what to do. Don't get enraged and go out and punch somebody because they said something stupid. Go change something so that those idiots will know better. That's what you want to do, the greater good. Anyway, have a great weekend. I'm going to drink more of my coffee and <laughs> feed myself breakfast or whatever. It's been great talking to you, and really, please share this. And that WWOMB, I'm serious. We're going to get our money back from Trump. Take care. Have a great weekend.